on the field and inside the clubhouse. This is Brewers Extra Innings, presented by Annex Wealth Management and sponsored by Boucher Automotive, Town Bank, a Windrest Community Bank, and Delta Dental, Wisconsin's number one dental plan. 2-1, popped him up. Shallow right. Beatty's out, makes the catch. Ball game over. Dodgers beat the Brewers by a final of 10-3. Time for postseason baseball. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at Radio City, here's Matt Foley. Time for postseason baseball. Indeed, those words never sounded better. Brewers playing a lot of meaningless games here over the last uh, couple weeks, and finally they'll be able to ramp things up and play games that are a bit more meaningful, very meaningful, beginning next Friday when they open up their division series against the Atlanta Braves. Welcome into Brewers Extra Innings right here on 94.5 ESPN. So here's what's going on. Things are a little bit different. We are like post-game central today here on 94.5 ESPN. I've got you along with uh, Jerry Augustine, who will join me in just a few moments. Uh, We've got you until the end of the Packers game. Packers are in action right now against Steelers. Once that game wraps up, we'll wrap up this program and we'll get right to uh, Pack Attack. So that's going to be coming up in uh, just a while. But we'll be talking Brewers baseball for about the next half hour or so after they wrap up the season today, uh, losing by a 10-3 score. Certainly you can uh, join us if you would like to do so. Multiple ways to uh, get connected. You can uh, tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T. P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. You can also uh, call or text in at 800-990-3776, 800-990-ESPN. A little bit of a different number than when we're on WTMJ as we're on a different station, so a different text line, 800-990-3776 to call or to text if you want to discuss uh, how the Brewers uh Finished out the regular season and their prospects going into the postseason. Again, 10-3 the final. They end up getting uh, swept by the Dodgers. Former Brewers pitcher Jerry Augustine joins me in just a few moments as we take a break. And we're back with more after this. This is Brewers Extra Innings. This is Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Pauley on ESPN Milwaukee. Dodgers, they get swept in the series. They finish out the regular season with a record of 95 and 67. Welcome back into Brewers Extra Innings on 94.5 ESPN. If you want to join us, you can call or text 800-990-3776, 800-990-ESPN, or you can tweet at me at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Let's bring in uh, former Brewers pitcher Jerry Augustine. Augie, let's start with this. Do you put any significance into the way the Brewers finish out the season where it feels like they are limping into the postseason? I don't. Uh, and let me get, tell you the reason why. In the two years that I was involved with playoff baseball with the Brewers was 81 and 82, and we won it on the last game. So you finish your game, you celebrate, and you had to ramp up to go into the postseason. A little bit different this year as even opposed to 11 and 18, where you could you have to ramp up right away. you got a week to work uh, to work on some things. You get to work to, number one, get healthy. You have a uh, work to make sure that everybody gets to work in. And I thought Craig Council did an 
excellent job of making sure that guys that needed at bats, that guys that needed innings, that the guys that needed to get in the ball game and play, get some innings in, they were able to do that. And I thought today in the last uh, three games against the Dodgers was he had it pretty well mapped out exactly how he wanted to do. And it's very similar to when you start a season. Your last few games of spring training, you're excited. Everybody has to get their work in and you want to feel get into that comfort zone that when you start the season, everybody's got everybody's really in that positive mode to go out and play good baseball. And that's where I kind of symbolize it that it was very much like it. I thought the Brewers did a great job and they got a lot of guys with the guys that got at bats like Rowdy Tellers got a lot of at bats. Guys got their innings pitched like you did, we talked about yesterday. I thought that was most important. I thought Craig Council did a good job. Yeah, so there's going to be a lot of people who don't want to hear what I'm about to say, but I, I'll say it nonetheless. Because the general consensus, and I, and I watch people on social media, I see the texts that are coming in, there's a lot of people out there that truly believe that this is the end of the Brewers, that they are not going to have a very good postseason, and that it's all because that they, they just started kind of slumping here at the end of the season. And is there a possibility that that could happen? Sure, anything can happen. There, there is absolutely a possibility that that could be the case. They could go into this Atlanta series and they could lose. This is where people don't want to hear what I'm about to say. If that happens, it doesn't actually mean that you were correct. There is statistical evidence going back years and years and years that proves over a long amount of time that there is zero correlation between how you finish out the regular season and how you play in the postseason. Uh, a, a hot team can go bad. A hot team can go on a run. A slumping team can go on a run. A slumping team can have their season in very quickly in the postseason. There is no evidence. And I tweeted out a couple stories uh, that goes into it. One of them, actually, one of our listeners tweeted at me yesterday. It was from Sports Illustrated. I hadn't seen it until yesterday. It's a little bit more current. It talks about it uh, framing what the Cardinals have done recently and whether or not that really means that they're going to go on some sort of run in the postseason. And then there's something from about 10 years ago from baseball prospectus that looked back. And it is very clear over the last 20 years, there is no statistically significant data out there that shows a strong finish to the regular season has any correlation to the postseason. So if the Brewers go and lay an egg against the Braves and they end up losing that series, I know there's going to be a lot of people kind of you know, thumping their chest saying, see, I told you that they, they had a bad finish to the regular season. We knew they were going to slump in the postseason. But, Augie, the, the statistical evidence that goes back decades shows that that's not correct. There's just there's no correlation between the two things. Well, you know, the one thing I've been watching in baseball today, and I'll, I'll speak mainly from the National League side of it more than the American League side of it. When you look at all the teams that are in in the playoffs, you take the Giants, the, the, Giants, the Brewers, the Braves, the Dodgers, and the Cards. All these teams, the second half of the year, have been playing outstanding. Look at what the Giants had to do. They had to win 107 games and go to the last day just to win their division. And you look at what the what the Dodgers did, winning 106 games. But I think more important, you look at playoffs and you look at these teams and what they've been doing at the second half of the season. And you take the Giants have been very consistent. The Dodgers have been very consistent. The Brewers have been playing excellent baseball. Their pitching has been just outstanding. And then you then you look at at the Cardinals. 
The Cardinals went on a 17-game winning streak. You look at the Braves. The Braves were, look at it, in the first half, they were below 500. The second half of the season played 11 or 12 games above 500, have been playing very well on the offensive side when they restructured their outfield. So I think we have five very good teams that could, any one of those teams could get hot, they could win the National League and go to the World, National League playoffs and go to the World Series. I think we're in a situation where this year those playoffs are going to be excellent. We have five really good teams, and it's going to be about pitching, defense, and getting timely hitting. And I think the Brewers are a team that's made for the playoffs. They got the great pitching. They're playing great defense. And the offense continues to swing the bat throughout the game. We saw it again today, later in the ballgame, still having those good at-bats. That really plays off well when you get to the postseason. 10-3, the Brewers fall to the Dodgers. If you want to join us, you can do so by calling or texting 800-990-3776. The final regular season edition of Brewers Extra Innings back with more in a moment on 94.5 ESPN. It's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Pauley on ESPN Milwaukee. Coming. Swing, line drive, hit towards right. That ball very well struck. It is going to be off the wall. Willie Adamas is going to come in and scores. Rowdy Telez with a run scoring double makes it 7-2. to Brewers end up losing today to the Dodgers by a 10-3 score. Welcome back in. It is Brewers Extra Innings. Just a few minutes left in the program. We'll be taking you until the end of the Packers game. That's when uh, Pack Attack will be coming your way right here on 94.5 ESPN. My Matt Pauley, uh, Jerry Augustine, former Brewers pitcher here as well. Uh, Augie, we were talking yesterday looking forward to the Atlanta Divisional Series and who uh, the Brewers might be facing. As of yesterday, the Braves had announced their open their, their game one pitcher in Charlie Morton. They've now announced that Max Freed is going to be their game two starter. You can only assume that Ian Anderson will probably be their third starter, but they have officially announced Morton and Freed. I feel good about the Brewers' chances against Morton. I think Freed, with the way he's been going recently, could certainly be uh, a big, big challenge for uh, for the Brewers. Well, I, you know, when you get into the postseason, you got to look at at hist- history, and you look at Charlie Morton. He's been been there before. He's pitched last. When you look at what he's done in the month of September, uh, he's had four or five games that he started. He's had quality starts. I think uh, he's a guy that could, with good command, give the Brewers a little bit of problem. That we we talk so much about the left hand pitching and Freed, who again also has been throwing the ball well of late. This brave ball team in the last three or four weeks has really been playing much better, especially with the offensive side of the ball. They've been swinging the bat much better, and the pitching has been much better. I think where the Brewers have an edge is in the bullpen. I think the Brewers' bullpen is as good as anybody in baseball, and uh, uh, even without Devin Williams. So it's going to get interesting, but Charlie Morton's a good matchup. It's going to be interesting. It's either going to be Woody or or Bernsey. Most people think it's going to be Woody. It's going to be a good matchup, whomever the, the Brewers start. Our final regular season text from uh, Doug, who has been a very loyal texter to the program throughout the year. He says, let's hope they can turn it back on. It's been a long couple weeks. This is going to be a very tough series coming up against Atlanta. The big three better get back the way they were a couple minutes ago, months ago, or this could end quick. Uh, Augie, I am a big believer, and this is where Doug and I tend to uh, disagree with each other. 
I am a believer in, you know, you dance with the person that you took to prom, right? Like you don't just all of a sudden change things up uh, based off maybe what's happened recently, especially when they've gone through a period of time where so many of these games don't matter. Now, Doug's right when he says there's there's high expectations for Brandon Woodruff, Corbin Burns, and Freddie Peralta. If you want to have a long postseason run, you need those guys to pitch well. And when it comes to Woodruff and Peralta, maybe they have not been quite as strong over the last few weeks, but I think they've still, for the most part, been fine. But those guys do need to kind of ramp things up and, and really be closer to who they were for the vast majority of the season where they were having those all-star type seasons. You know, the one thing that we've talked about, we probably said that uh, Woody would probably be the, uh, Woodruff would be probably the starter. And we have to date ourselves back two years ago when he was injured, came off the injury, just had an outing or two and was able to start against the Nationals and just put a put in a great performance against the Washington Nationals in which the Nationals won at the when they won that uh that wild card game but I just like the way he goes about his job he's a warrior he understands it and I I think when you get to big games he's that he's got that 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 mode of, of mindset that he really goes after he's got that ability to turn it up a notch I think I think Corbin Burns is there in the same spot. I thought it was so important last night that he got in the game. He struggled that first inning, made a couple bad pitches with his slider, was able to come back that second inning and really have a really good inning, that confidence builder, that comfort zone he have to be in. So I think those are the guys that are going to start for us. I think Freddie's right behind him, and Freddie's been throwing the ball well. We don't know on the fourth star yet, but I think those two guys get us off on a pretty good, to a, a pretty good start against a, a good Atlanta ball club. I guess you know everybody wants to do the po- the playoff roster prognostication. I think it was Adam McAlvey of Brewers.com who did his, and he predicted that the final pitching roster spot was going to come down to either Daniel Norris or Brett Anderson. I I thought it was interesting that Anderson started today, and a lot of people just took that as well. It was a chance to just get an inning out of him. Uh, you know, you just need to fill innings, and, and he can fill innings. But for me, I just have to wonder. He had not pitched on short rest all season. If he's if they're thinking about using him in the postseason, well, then it would be in more of a bullpen role. It would not be a starting role. I just have to think deep down that maybe they were looking today to see how he would respond to short rest because he just pitched a few days ago. And as much as I think that they're going to run a somewhat conventional starting pitching rotation in the postseason – I could see them, you know, it might not be the worst thing in the world. If you decide that you're going to carry Anderson on the playoff roster, you could you could start him a game where you plan to have him throw one or two innings and then bring Peralta in behind him so you get your opponent to kind of set the lineup for a left-hander and then they see they see one thing for an inning or two and then you come back with a very different-looking uh, pitcher after that. I don't know if they're going to do that, but just I, I, I felt like Anderson starting today that it was more than just a guy, you just, you just covering innings. I thought maybe there could be something there. I think Brett Anderson starting today was, a, was not a tip of the hat. I think it was a situation where the Brewers were thinking, where you, you sometimes piggyback. We've seen the Brewers do that in the playoffs before. I think Brett Anderson going out and getting that one inning pitch today was really huge for the Brewers and for Brett Anderson. Number one, he came off where he was off for a while and he had a little bit of a shaky outing. And then last outing gave him five innings and threw the ball real well, got the ground balls that he needed, needed to. He got 10 ground balls last time out. Went out today and what did he do? He pitched that one inning, got a double play ball. I think that can play big. It can, and, and Matt, I think you could see him 
both as a starter, maybe getting a starter game and piggyback with somebody or coming into some part of the game and pitch that one in and get some ground balls, maybe change what's going on in the game, change that going from a hard thrower to a soft thrower as kind of sinks the ball, gets the ball on the ground, get you through that, that those middle innings. So it's really an interesting move. I think the Brewers have something in mind with Brett Anderson, and I think he could help this ball club in the postseason. Saw Rowdy Telez have a nice day at the plate today. He goes two for three as uh, he's able to uh, put together some really solid at-bats, and I think that was a good thing to see as well. I mean, in a game like this, you're looking for you're looking for good things. Eduardo Escobar is continuing to swing a hot bat. He came in off the bench and, and, and got a double. There's still question marks when it comes to the corner infield spots and at first base, certainly, and seeing those guys have a good day today. Again, one game doesn't make a season. We talked earlier how you don't really take momentum from the regular season and the postseason, but from an individual standpoint, especially with a Rowdy Telez, we saw when he went through that period the kind of impact he could make on this club, and you would love for him to get back to that place for the playoffs. Well, when he came out, when he had the couple games that he played down in AAA and came back, you can you knew right then that Craig Council was going to get him as many at-bats as he could and play first base. First of all, he plays a very good first base. We've seen that. He handles himself. He's a big target. Uh, he understands how to play over there. He's a good defensive first baseman. And on the offensive side, we saw what he did today. He had, he had two doubles today, really swinging the bat well. He's one of those guys that can play an important role. Yes, Eduardo Escobar, who we congratulate, had his 1,000 hit yesterday, can play first base. But I tell you, when you get on that defensive side, it is so important to have that big first baseman, that good target. And Rowdy Tellez over there has proved to this Brewer Ball Club and this organization that, you know, at first base, he does a good job on the defensive side and really can give you some good at-bats. By the way, as we watched chaos possibly play out across Major League Baseball today, Zero chaos. Both the Yankees and Red Sox ended up winning their games, so that eliminates both Toronto and Seattle. There will be no game 163 there. Also no game 163 when it comes to uh, the National League because uh, the Giants ended up beating the Padres. So the way that sets things up, the American League wildcard game is going to be the Yankees and the Red Sox. That game is going to be coming up on Tuesday night. Then on Wednesday night, the National League wildcard game, that will match up the Cardinals against the Dodgers. On Thursday, the American League Division Series will get started. White Sox against the Astros and then Rays against either the Red Sox or the Yankees. And then Friday is going to be one of the best days of the postseason. That's when you get a full day's worth of action. Uh, four separate games uh, will be taking place as in the National League. It will be Brewers and Braves. And then the Giants will match up against either the Cardinals or the Dodgers. We haven't heard on Max Muncy. He gets injured. Clayton Kershaw uh, got injured in this uh, in this. Uh, series as well. So, Augie, it certainly feels like the Dodgers are kind of limping into the playoffs. Well, I tell you, but they're scoring a lot of runs. You look at what they did yeah. in the series. I mean, you, you see what see what they did today. They hit two more home runs. They hit 10 home runs and, and scored tw- uh 30 runs in the in the series so they're really swinging the bat very well and I, I tell you what when you talk about the playoffs and that's why I said I think it's going to be so much fun you look at the at in the American League it's going to be the Red Sox Red Sox and Yankees historical historical I mean these guys match up they have brought a lot of great things in baseball and every time they play it seems like they're on national TV but how much better can you get it on two teams that are really playing really well on the offensive side of the ball in the in the Dodgers in the Cardinals both are swinging the bat very well they're pitching as we all know about the the Dodgers pitching staff so I think we have a great start to the playoffs 
I think the Dodgers, uh, Muncie is huge to this ball club. He's been a big part of this offense, and losing Kershaw has got to hurt them. But they're still very good. They have a very good pitching staff and a very good bullpen. So we're getting off to a great start on, on both Tuesday and Wednesday, and I think it's just going to be a, a great postseason. 10-3, Brewers uh, end up losing to the Dodgers, and the postseason essentially has arrived as the regular season has come to an end. We'll hear the postgame comments of manager Craig Council. That's next. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Pauley on ESPN Milwaukee. The 0-2, swing and a fly ball hit to right. Backing up, still back, locks over his head and up against the wall. A run's going to come in and score as Rowdy Telez is into home plate. Eduardo Escobar with an RBI double. And it's now 7-3. Annex Wolf Management is a proud sponsor of Brew October. It's time to know the difference. If you're ready to put things in order, so are they. Annex Wealth Management provides investment, retirement, tax, and estate planning as a local independent partner, AnnexWealth.com. Click the Get Started button. Manager Craig Council meeting with the media just a little while ago, and as he opened up his thoughts, he uh, talked about being able to get everybody into the game today that uh, he wanted to be able to get in while really looking ahead to the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I think we were, we came out of the game in a good place, um, and it's time to look forward. It's time to look to the uh, you know incredible opportunity in front of us, the opportunity that we've earned with, with 95 wins, and I'm uh, really proud of the group. that um, has been a heck of a regular season. Um, you know, they've, they've earned this and they've earned the, you know, the fun that's ahead of them. Craig, can you explain why you're not down at all about the last couple of weeks? Um, is it just that, I, I don't know. I think it's, I think a lot of your fans are watching this and are a little concerned about the last two weeks. Well, the, the goal of this thing is to win the division. That That's the goal for the season. Um, we won it early. And after that, there just, there wasn't a lot for us uh, to achieve as a group. Um, and uh, some other things became more important, like making sure we were healthy um, going into the playoffs. And I prioritize that. And I don't, I don't regret prioritizing that. Never will. Um, so we, we are healthy going into the playoffs. Um, that's what's most important. Um, and I, I, I don't see any other, I don't see any other priority that trumps that. Craig, was another factor that you were playing a 106-win team that did have something to play for? I mean, it seems like that matchup was just, you know, it meant more to that side than your side as far as the results of the game. Yeah, I mean, I'm look, we're looking forward to Friday. Craig, in Ashby's inning, do you think that as the, you know, he's built up, obviously, but as that pitch count gets toward 30, is that difficult for a guy, even if he has all the foundation that he has? No, I, I don't. I don't think this was a the tiring in the inning situation. I think they laid off some pitches. Um, he issued some free passes um, and, and got himself into a spot with a really good hitter. Um, and then, 
you know, left the left the breaking ball up. Um, so I don't I don't see this pitch count thing. I see, you know, he he kind of pitched himself into trouble today, um, and that was the result. Greg, just results aside, were you happy with how the the script went of, of getting everybody out there at least today? Yeah, no, I mean, I think you know that that all worked. Um, we we accomplished everything we want with all the relievers. Brewers come up short. They end up losing today by a uh, 10-3 score, and now it is time for the postseason. Uh, Pack Attack is going to be getting underway momentarily. The Packers are wrapping up what looks to be a 27-17 win against the Pittsburgh Steelers. There's about 30 seconds left in that game, and we are going to get to Pack Attack pretty much as soon as that game gets over, so we'll wrap things up here in just a moment. Uh, Just a couple things for you. Brewers will open up their postseason run coming up on Friday when they They take on the Atlanta Braves. We don't know what time that game is going to start. I would suspect it is going to be an afternoon start. I don't. There's four broadcast windows that day. I don't think it's going to be in either of the two late windows. So either early afternoon or mid afternoon. If I was forced to guess which one, I would guess mid afternoon, like a three o'clock ish type start. But I don't know for sure. I have no inside information. That's just me kind of looking at this and trying to prognosticate what it might look like. Also, a reminder for you: six to seven o'clock on our sister station WTMJ Brew October Nightly. It's starts tomorrow night. Be tuned in for that as we will have Brewers talk for an hour every night that the Brewers are not playing from 6 to 7. Uh, and also, when available, 94.5 ESPN, also on The Truth, we're going to have a three-station simulcast of Brew October nightly. That's going to do it for the program. Brewers fall short. It's time for the postseason. That starts next Friday. I'll talk to you tomorrow at 6 o'clock for Brew October nightly. Pack Attack is next here on 94.5 ESPN.